From We Are For Good Studios, this is Fundraising is Funny. I'm Lynn Wester. And I'm Clay Buck. Every week, you can join us to share laughs and shocking case studies as we unpack the most ridiculous situations that happen within our sector. Because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves in order to learn. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. (laughs) This is the podcast, and we're your people. We've got you, friends. We've got snacks, too. Because here's the thing. We believe in the power of generosity to change the world. And something tells us you do, too. At the root of each of these stories is a serious ethical question, a system or a structure or a person that allowed it to happen, or an outdated practice that is just ready for disruption. Now, don't worry. All the names here have been changed to protect the innocent. But the stories we share are 100% real life in the world of nonprofit fundraising. Because, come on. Fundraising is funny. Okay, let's go. Hey, Lynn. Hi, Clay. Do you have a dollar? On me? Yeah. Canadian or U.S.? U.S. Do you have a dollar bill? Do you have a dollar bill? I think I do. I do? Why? Would you like to know why I have a dollar bill? How'd you get the dollar? I got the dollar in the mail. I'm sorry, what? Somebody sent me a dollar. I thought you couldn't ship money. I don't know about all that, but... Um, Who is this someone, and why did they ship you a well, dollar? Well, it's funny. You should ask. Oh, because fundraising's funny. Because fundraising com. is funny. Now, I'm, again, not here to should all over people, you know? No, we don't want to do And that. honestly, I have used the include, you know, a thing in the mail, like a nickel mm-hmm. or a dime mm-hmm. or whatever. It works. It's effective. I got a whole... Beep dollar. But, okay. I have had this happen to me as well. Oh, yeah? I got a um, nickel in the mail, and Uh it said, this nickel can help save lives. And so I was like, why the hell are you sending it to me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously. (laughs) If you should have kept it. I mean, the short answer to that is, um, yes, they're going to send a nickel to a few, you know, tens of thousands of people, but the money that they will raise will far, far, far offset the nickel or the dollar um, that they send in the mail. But even so, um, it's just funny to me that in 2023, we're shipping money, like a whole dollar. But it got me thinking. Okay. As things do. Well, and again, it's not about, you know, what gets included in, you know, direct response no. or, you know, whatever. It's it, But false promises. Oh, the silly claims. <gasps> silly claims. You know my favorite one? Tell me. And I got one of these like Tell me. seven or eight years ago. Yes. If you give, we will never ask, ask you, you for, for money, money again. again. <sighs> oh, my God, Clay. Do you know what happened? They Tell kept me. asking me for money. <laughs> <laughs> now... It just, it's what they did. It's what they do. It's who they are. But these false claims, a nickel will save a life. I don't know about you, but that's a, a, a stretch. How about, um, oh, what's the one that they always send at the end of the year or the end of the fiscal year? What's that <laughs> Last one? chance. Oh, it's my last chance. It's my last <laughs> damn. Sorry. <laughs> I can't carry a tune in a bucket. You should not allow me to sing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fundraising is Funny Disco Hour. I'm your host. <laughs> but this is your last chance to give, as if you won't accept my money on January 1st. Another one is on giving sites. So like They're like, $24 can uh, allow a mother to have 
freeze-dried breast milk for three months or $64 can provide applesauce for six <laughs> years or, and I'm always like, how did, are those suggested amounts? How did they figure that out? That's really restricted fundraising if you want to be a ticky-tack, ticky-tack-tack-tack about it. But all these claims, like all these gimmicks, like give before midnight. Now, not a match. I'm not talking about like if we no. get a hundred first-time donors, you'll unlock $10,000. That's not what I'm talking about. These claims, the like new and improved kind of thing. Like, so what do these false claims, what does this gimmicky, here's a dime, and I'm not talking about March of Dimes because that's a different. Yes, agreed. Again, but this nickel, why would you mail Clay a dollar? Well, a dollar with exactly the same that you made, right? A dollar today could feed a family for, it was something like this, So right? why are you sending it to Clay? So why are you sending it to me, number one? And number two, I'm sorry, either, either um, their math is bad because... <laughs> How many dollars did you mail out? In the United States, and I'm pretty sure in Canada too, a dollar is not going to feed a family for a week. And um, if... This were an international charity and a dollar could feed a family for a week. An then NGO. I, I'm extremely concerned that we are minimizing the actual pain and mm. you know suffering that this family is in. Because if they're in a place where a dollar could feed them for a week, then um, they need more than my $5 gift. Like, well, I always worry about exploitation in <laughs> exactly. those claims. It reminds me of the... The eighty-three cents a day with the African orphan Suzanne Summers, and you know that they didn't even. Uh, there was a whole article. They didn't even. Those kids didn't even know what they were being photographed for yeah. and what their yeah. images. It's all bad, bad, bad stuff. But all this idea of these claims. So why do we think? You know, it's funny. It's it's funny. Ha ha. Funny. Uh, uh, I'm com- uncomfortable. But if my 10 cents can save a life or if the dollar or if you're asking me to give and then you'll never ask me for for money again. What does this say about our industry? Now, now. And again, the fundraising nerd, right? I love it. Can cite study after study and pull books and show mm-hmm. like this urgency and, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, and quote unquote works because it raises money. Okay. From who? Well, from people who, you know, in an immediate emotional response will go, oh, well, I can send $10 and that will make a difference. And the reality is it will make a difference combined with, you know, the thousand or 2000 or 200 other people that do give. Right. But okay. So it raises money, but is that, is that the end goal to raise money and hit our goal? Isn't sustainable philanthropy or sustainable (sighs) generosity the goal though? Like, so the dollar, what do they say in the communication with the dollar? Send it back to us, send it back to us or, you know, uh, um, add um, it to your gift. Uh, if you, you know, multiply it by 10, Right. Okay, but so it's a $10 gift. And I understand that quantities of scale, they're going to get a thousand people to give $10 out of the 500,000 people that they mailed. Let's, I'm not going to get into this. My point is, I think my point is, <laughs> yes, these things work to raise money and they do raise Give money me. and that money does go to solving the mission. But 
can't we just invite people to be a part of the mission? I was going to say, and use it... the mission as the urgency. But like, do we have to have a gimmick? Do we ha- can't we just say there are people in need? Here's the story of someone in need. Would you like to contribute to the mission of our organization that helps those that have needs? Is the story of fundraising about getting money in the door? No. Or is it about right? Encouraging solving, generosity and solving problems and solving missions. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you, if you're running your nonprofit the right way, you want to put yourself out of business and never, you know what I mean? Like, so say you're running a nonprofit that provides clean water. Don't you want to, and one day well, have provided all the clean water or is that, yeah, you know, that's a whole different, but you're I right. I hear this subtext on water <laughs> and I think you and I are both thinking about something to talk about here. In a different episode. Okay. And is it gimmicky or is it not? And I think what we need to do is each take a dollar. Okay. And um, maybe have a little snack. I can't get a snack for a dollar. And I don't want to eat what I could get for a dollar. Remember when honey buns used to be a dollar? Mm, honey buns. Do not... <laughs> remember that okay i'll add some dollars and go get a snack and then we'll come back and talk about this let's do that and come back and talk about gimmicks yeah i love it let's do it all right how was your snack it was it was delightful so we were talking about gimmicks yes and we were talking about fundraising gimmicks and like what is the point of fundraising but like this whole idea of give now um deadline is at midnight um this nickel will save a child's life you know things like that yeah and those kinds of gimmicks those kinds of you have to be gimmicks specific because there's unfortunately no and, and and I hear, especially when you talk about urgency, right? Especially when you talk about, you know, I give hate. now or deadlines or, you know, blah, oh. blah, blah, right? And, and it, urgency does help drive response. It absolutely does. That's why does. we have giving day challenges and why they're so effective, sure. right? That's why giving Tuesday is effective, right? right? It's but many this fake in- deadline. Well, but, but here's the thing. If you're serving a mission, regardless mm-hmm. of what that mission is, whether it is, you know, saving a person's life mm-hmm. or rescuing an animal or providing research, long-term research for some sort of illness. Absolutely. We are always in urgent mode. We are always in crisis. Well, you know what, Clay? That's something interesting that came to fruition, came to the forefront during the COVID pandemic Mm -hmm. um, is... We we really felt like there was a stronger sense of urgency than ever before. Sure. But I just think it amplified the emergencies Absolutely. that already and the urgent the emergencies and urgencies that already happened. The emergencies, the urgencies and the inequities. It, it, exactly. It revealed them. And for many of us revealed the vulnerability of our own society and that nonprofits were there with the answers. Um but the urgency was there before the pandemic. And the urgency is, the urgency was there long before the pandemic. The urgency was there before any economic crisis. The urgency was there. The urgency is always there, right? So why? Well, why? but, but Lynn, donor fatigue, people get tired. People get tired and compassion fatigue. People get tired and they don't want to hear all the time about how awful things are. So we need to change things up so that they respond differently. But changing things up into a false narrative isn't helpful. And it doesn't make our industry look so great. Like when I travel and a person sits next to me on the plane and they're like, what do you do for a living? I go for a long pause. 
Mm-hmm. And whether or not I want to tell them I'm a professional fundraiser because they instantly grab their wallets because we don't do ourselves any favors by saying Correct. this dollar will save a life. This nickel, if you if if you give now, we'll never ask you for money again. It's a it's the same thing with the big checks. It's, well, you know, okay, all so these gimmicks. I was just going to say they cheapen us because, you know, this world a little better than I do. Right. What are the gimmicks of major gifts? What are the gif- gimmicks of capital campaigns? Big right? check presentations. Oh, good. Uh, ground breakings. <sighs> right. Ribbon cuttings. Naming conventions. Yeah. Like putting somebody's name on two thirds <sighs> of a wall. You know, everything has gimmicks. Now, some people are going to say, well, then that's recognition. Sure. But it's also a gimmick. Um, big thermometers are one, but we don't use those much in higher ed and healthcare. But if I see another big thermometer and it, you know, I think we stopped using those hopefully during COVID. Oh man. You know, like, but there's gimmicks for nonprofit fundraising. Like, Oh, I don't know. Silent auctions and galas. (gasps) She just called silent auctions a gimmick. I did. They are. She threw it down. They are. Absolutely. They're not mission based fundraising. I would like, as long as we're on this topic, I would like for 10 organizations mm-hmm. to seriously track the amount of time <sighs> their junior level staff spends picking up silent auction items. Chili's gift cards. That's what everybody wants in life. <laughs> and measure exactly how much time that staff spends picking up silent auction items against the actual return of that of those items. And do some true cost accounting and see exactly how much money are we making from these silent auctions. Or what if you actually asked, spent that same amount of time asking that business? I feel like this is a separate episode. Like we need to do a whole episode on fundraising on events. silent auctions? Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, fundraising events. Like think about what if you ask the business for the actual gift rather than the gift card and said partner with us, work with us in the community. What if you spent your time doing that instead of getting auction items? All this to say, gimmicks yes. to me yes. cheapen our profession. Yes. And and I understand that psychologically and there's been testing that sometimes they work and that people, for the most part, don't do things nonsensically, right? Somebody told them to do it. It worked at one time in one place at one organization. And so now everybody's doing it. Somebody gave a presentation at a conference and Lord... There are 52 people doing it because they heard it at a conference or something else. But what's the punchline here, Clay? What it bring us home to why are we telling this story other than it's funny that you got a dollar in the mail? I mean, it was a whole dollar. Like I'm used to the nickel, I'm used to the dime, I'm a used to the address dollar. labels. It was just when I opened it, it was a whole well, crisp dollar bill. Thank goodness they didn't give you half a dollar and be like, the other half of the dollar comes once you give a gift. <laughs> Because that's a federal crime to cut money in half, but that's a whole other issue. Oh my gosh. Um, the punchline for me? Yeah, for you. The punchline for me is honor your mission and the people you serve or the animals you serve or the community you serve or whatever it the may be. The beneficiaries. Beneficiaries, right? Whatever it is. Honor it by not making it gimmicky and telling the truth. Hmm. Telling the truth and invite people to be a part of solving 
the problem. Because you are correct, Lynn. You are 100% correct in those those old commercials in when, when the people didn't know what they were being um, solicited, <laughs> what their pictures were being taken for. That said, when beneficiaries are involved and included and told, we want to use your story. We want to tell it appropriately. We want you to tell it. We want to use your picture for this reason. 99 to 100% of the time, they say yes, because I don't want people to experience what I'm going through. I want others to have the benefit and I want to tell the story so that others can help. When we do honor to that and we do honor to the our donors and our communities by inviting them to be a part of that, I think we can rise past gimmicks and into true, effective, equitable change. That's a great I mean, that's a great perspective, and I would love to add to it if you don't mind. Well, I mean, both our names are on the podcast, so it's like fine. yours can be first. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's alphabetical order. I keep telling myself. <laughs> um, for me, fundraising is my chosen profession. It's also my vocation. I never knew what I wanted to be growing up other than the first female NFL referee and that involved running. And um, I, when I found advancement work at the university and when I found this community of people, I finally felt like I found what I wanted to do for the rest of my life and I'm committed to it. It is my profession though. It is my business. It is something I take seriously and have fun with. And every time we do a gimmick, every time the industry does something that is not seen as professional, it reflects on us as a profession. It makes it easier for the board member to be like, well, it's just fundraising. Anybody can do that. That's a different episode. Calm down. Ogre, ogre, ogre. Calm down, Shrek. Um, it, It makes it easier. And so when we, not only do we not support our missions, but we don't support the profession of fundraising. And we don't underscore that this is an actual profession. I mean, you and I, we have degrees. I have a master's degree in this. You have, cert- you know what I mean? Like this, there are PhDs in fundraising and philanthropy. This is a serious profession full of non-serious people, which is why fundraising is funny. <laughs> but it is, and it should be treated as such. And so therefore we can't be so cavalier by tossing it away on gimmicks and trying tomfoolery and trickery um, when we can just be sincere and vulnerable with our mission and people and then trust yeah. people to be charitable. Yep. Trust them to be charitable. They will. Yep. 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 So as I go yep. away from this today, I'm buoyed by the people who say, I'm not going to do that. I'm 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 leveraged. I'm not leveraged. I'm I'm I'm. Lifted up like fizzy lifting drink in Willy Wonka, you know, and I, those folks lift us up and make us better rather than just repeating things that aren't ideal and aren't best practice. So Clay, I'm going to take what you said Mm. and make sure that I work with folks that, you know, we partner with and, and our clients to make sure that we honor the profession of fundraising and also honor the recipients, the beneficiaries, whether they be cat, dog, horse, rabbit, whale, human, microbe, researcher, doesn't matter, and make sure that our fundraising is not filled with gimmicks. Does that sound like a plan? To me, that sounds like a plan. I'm sitting here somewhat quietly because the way you just phrased that um, has really churned up some some thinking and some thoughts. Um, but I am 100% with you that let's honor the profession. Let's honor who we serve. Let's honor the missions that got us into this in the first place. 
and tell good stories. Tell tr- the truth. It's always about the truth. Sounds great. What I would love to hear from our colleagues and friends is both what what are the gimmicks that make you laugh? So let's all, yes, you know, ha ha. And tell us about a time when you told the truth that, that you know, changed your mind or that blew your mind about how people would respond um, when you just got right to the truth and right to the honesty and the emotion and vulnerability of the work that we do. Share those stories with us at fundraisingisfunny.com. We're so happy you're part of our profession. We are. We are. Yeah. Thanks, Clay. I'm leaving this conversation buoyed. There you go. (laughs) Have a good one. Take care, everybody.